Chaos Show. Chaos Show. Chaos Show. Chaos Show. We can't see it. There's, I said. Chaos Show. I did again. Jesus. I thought you wanted us to do something else. I was giving you the rhythm, dumbasses. Okay, okay. That's the introduction for the show. I don't give a fuck anymore. No, redo it. Just go ahead. Just, Kevin, you get to decide what the introduction for the show is. Accurate. Kevin, you get to just, I, I've sat here for five minutes giving them the rhythm of what they're supposed to be doing, and I gave them their cues. I said, I'll say it once, I'll do my thing once, and then Neth, you join in, and then after Neth joins in. For you to say, I gave them the rhythm of everything they needed to know, and I just I told was... them, follow my lead. Just roll the fucking, just roll the fucking music. I tried real hard to you make did. that introduction. You really did. I, I, tried, I tried real fucking hard to make that introduction work. I did everything I was supposed to okay. do. Okay, but it's me. I'm literal. So I was waiting for you to say, ba, ba, ba. And then I would go, ba, ba, ba. Because you told me was, I was going to say, ba, ba, ba. I said, follow my lead. Literally, the last thing I said before I started <laughs> countdown was follow my lead. I mean, at the, at the same time, it is the perfect introduction for a chaos crew. I tried real hard to make this a real introduction, folks. Hello and welcome to episode 174 of the Coast to Coast Expanded Universe podcast show. I'm Gavril, that's Chris, and that's Hi. Neth. Kevin's not here this week. He's doing Global Beats Festival uh, involved with that. So uh, we'll probably be throwing to them on Twitch later. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Gav is real angry. <laughs> Fucking chuckle fucks. I should have thrown Sorry. to Chris first instead of Neff. I, 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 I got I it after actually, you started going chaos, chaos crew. I, I got it, but it was like, does he want me to say Chaos Crew? Does he want me to say something else? Does he just not press the button so we can see chaos something else? Show, not chaos Whatever. Crew. Whatever. The point stands. I wasn't sure if you wanted me to keep saying that or something else. I was kind of hoping you were going to do the thing, but you didn't. That's all good. I love you both. No, you don't. No, I don't. Not really. I fucking hate <laughs> both of you with an, uh, a very, very strong passion. Um... But yes, as I said, it is episode Me one. Too. Uh huh. As I said, uh, Global Breaks Festival, Global Beats, whatever the fuck. I don't remember what the damn thing is called. Elby's trying to correct me, and I don't remember what it's called. We'll throw to them later at some point. Um, global Beats. Global Global Breaks. I think it actually is Global Breaks, beats. but it I, is... I'm on the webpage for it. It's Global Beats. Global Beats. Okay. Global um, Penis. Global. No, that would be your weekend. Activity that's that's Chris. Yeah. Away. Um. So. <laughs> 
As I said, this is episode 174 <laughs> of the Coast to Coast Expanding Heroes podcast show. It is another Kevinless week, but this week we have a Neff. Hello, Neff. Hi. What have you been up to in the last couple of weeks, Neff? In the last uh, month, Neff. Last yeah. month. I mean, it doesn't really change the answer. Um, Warzone, been a long dark here and there. Um, did some plate up on, was that Thursday night? With, uh, yes. Yeah, LB, Gav, and Kevin. Um, it was actually kind of fun. It's uh, Diner Dash for four players. It, it totally it's cooks, is. it's like cook serve delicious it's it's basically like cook serve delicious or uh diner dash or something like that the funny thing is when you said that the other night about diner dash i was like oh that's exactly what it is and then i felt all nostalgic because i fucking love those games <laughs> um and then also um i played a bit of the rising because kevin was playing it and it looked kind of interesting so i figured i'd try it out and i've already gotten it refunded We'll talk about that later. All right. Christopher, how's your last couple of weeks been, sir? Uh, <clears throat> busy. <laughs> um, playing Final Fantasy, the new patch dropped, finished the MSQ, unlocked my island. I haven't done the other two side chains, but I have um, also unlocked the raid for the new tier. Looks the normal's really fun, so I'm excited to see Savage. I think P6 Savage is going to be the uh, the uh, static breaker potentially. Roadblocker, so, yeah, yep, yeah, that's gonna be the static breaker. Last tier it was a uh, P3, this time it's gonna be P6. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm still playing Sage, I'm still playing Sage, and I'm, uh, I'm loving my Sage. What else have I done? League. Uh, new Olaf is new. Udir is out. Haven't tried him yet. I love Udir though, so I will definitely try him the second I can. Um, and there's the new event that we'll talk about later. Also, some drama about the previous event. <laughs> yep. Um, me, myself, and I. Um, I have been. I. Played more Dyson Sphere program. I've uh, been playing. I played Plate Up with LB Nothing Kevin, as Neth said. And I have mostly just been playing Monster Hunter Rise. Just going in and solo playing Monster Hunter Rise because nobody else is playing currently at the moment. So. It surprises me that um, Bill and Seth aren't playing. They're a fucking new season of WoW, and there's the XP buff, and everybody's getting ready for Dragon Flight. Uh... So everybody's just I know Seth per I personally know Seth is leveling characters to get people uh, to get characters yeah. ready for Dragonflight. So um I'm not I'm not bu- I'm not bugging them. I'm not bothering them about it. It's yeah, like that, Seth bought me the goddamn game. We played for a little bit when Sunbreak came out and then they both just disappeared for wow. <laughs> I I knew it was I knew it would come eventually, but that's just is how it is. I mean, they, they are still focused on that and they're, they're actually they're both on a mythic rating team. So it makes sense that they're doing what they're doing to prep so yeah so they're 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 doing their thing they're getting they're getting prepped up for that and I, I i understand it and i accept it um like i said i mean i'm not gonna bitch at somebody for not playing a video game like it's it's meant to be fun you? it's meant to be fun it's meant to be a distraction you you, you find your fun and distraction where you can all you do is bitch at me for not playing with you guys because i don't have time um, that's done through love, Christopher, and, uh, affection. Oh, okay. You asshole. <laughs> it should be just implied. I shouldn't have to come out and say it. <laughs> it's you. 
Okay, but I work 40 hours a week and I have to sleep sometime. Me, 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 me. I work 40 hours a week and play 80 hours of Final Fantasy 14. I wish I played 80 hours of Final Fantasy 14. That'd be great. Um, but yes, so besides that, that's really all I've been doing. Played a little tiny bit of League, and that's about it. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Chris, did you bother checking Twitter? There was nothing on Twitter. Okay. I did Neth, check Twitter. Uh, Neth did indeed check, uh, that. I just don't put anything, I just don't put anything there if there's nothing to put. Works for me. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Kevin, countries, us, uck, can. Um, <laughs> you skipped over Discord. We've actually been having us discussions on Discord. Well, I'm sorry, ma'am. There's nothing currently in it, so well, I didn't Kevin, put anything in it. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not Kevin. I'm just saying. Um, there have been some discussions that, you okay. know, like, People might be interested in joining in on. We were talking about some of the games that were announced at the GamesCon opening night. Um, and some stuff. Oh, yeah, that looks, that's what we didn't put in there. Looks interesting. Um, Neth had plenty of time to put the GamesCon stuff in. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going home. Bye. You're already you home. Are home. Already you home. are fucking home. <laughs> I'm already home. I'm, just, I'm leaving. You are in a blurry hell nightmare hellscape, okay? Yep. It's to hide the porn that's on the screen behind her. Uh, no, that's just an empty black TV. Nothing. Uh, it's porn. It, it's more. It's more to hide the unfolded laundry that's over here. <laughs> and the porn. Um. <clears throat> what else do we have? Um. All right. I think that covers the. Housekeeping. Us up can. Us up can. You suck can. <laughs> what? U S U K K C A N. You suck can. It's you suck can was our country's, as this Kevin <laughs> loves to point out in the last two weeks of listening. Us up can. Us suck can. Uh, sorry, can I suck? Can I suck? Hey, Chris, can I yes, suck? Yes, yeah, you can. <laughs> and we have our first Neth face palm. Alrighty. Yep. Um, news was pretty light. Uh, we don't have any of the Gamescom stuff, so it was just kind of a couple of things Chris and I threw out. Um... Chris, did you want to talk about the 14 or the league stuff first? I will quickly barrel through the 14 stuff because it's very, very quick. Um, the nine-year anniversary, the anniversary event for Final Fantasy 14 is currently live. It went live today, which is the 27th of August, uh, and will go be active through to Monday, the 12th of September. The rising event celebrates the uh, cala the calamity that's uh, brought about a realm reborn. So it's not celebrating the 1.0 launch, it's celebrating the relaunch of the 2.0 patch. Uh, so that's nine years today uh, 2.0 has been live. Uh, you can get, uh, there's a there's a fun little story, a fun little story that uh, comes with the uh, Is it the same the damn rising story as last it's year? A different story from last year. Okay. Fun little story. It's a nice wee story. 
Um, and we get our uh, minions. The uh, he's adorable. We get our wind up emits, and everyone loves it. <laughs> oh, delightful! I will actually have to log in. You'll actually have to log in to grab this one. Yes, I, I will definitely log in to get wind up in it. He's adorable. Um, but yeah, that's the uh, the anniversary event for Final Fantasy that is live now. Okay. Um, I had three quick stories that I wanted to mention. Mm-hmm. Uh, the easiest one of them is uh, Dark Souls 3. Uh, online features have finally been brought back on. Uh, so multiplayer for Dark Souls 3 is back after eight or nine months, uh, like About when time. Elden, just before Elden Ring launched. Uh, Dark Souls, they have announced... that long? Yes, yeah. Dark, uh, oh, wow. Elden Ring was February? It was, and it, I, think, I, think it, I think they got okay. pulled down in December, so I think it was like... like December or January, something like that, yeah. Okay. So it's been a long yeah. ass time. Yeah, uh, there was a major, uh, there was a major vulnerability detected in the online. I, I remember uh, all that. I just, it doesn't feel like it's been yeah. that long. <laughs> it's like Elden Ring's been out for a while at this point. Um, oh. so and they did also announce that Dark Souls One and Dark Souls Two multiplayer features, online features, will be following uh, Dark Souls Three Return. So we should be seeing those hopefully by the end of the year, um, which is nice. Uh, that implies that there was a that they either are moving in release order for the games, or that they there was some kind of change between one and two and three uh, in how they handled online multiplayer, uh, the online multiplayer connections. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, we'll see how when those come back up. Uh, but those are the DS3 is back up online as we speak. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a small patch for it uh, yesterday or the day before. Uh, besides that, uh, real quick, PS5 pricing is increasing worldwide except for the US. Stupid. Just, just wanted to point that out. Canada, it's a, it's Mexico, about a twenty dollar increase. It's between a twenty and thirty, twenty to forty dollar increase, okay. depending. But it, it's still an increase at a time when traditionally they start to come down in price mm-hmm. not you start up you, in price like it's it's been a couple of years you would see the price beginning to drop at this point yes yeah um but as we all know um sony had issues with ps5 supply even before the pandemic yep. and uh <clears throat> and the pandemic only exacerbated things so made everything uh, worse yep so uh, also, you're uh, saying no. that you had quick ones. The next one's potentially going to be quite a, a big one. Yeah, that one. That's why I saved it for last. That's why I wanted to see if you wanted to cover that league thing first before we went into that. Yeah, let's do the league one real quick because uh, that one could be a lot. Wait, yeah. I have a question though. Mm-hmm. You said there was a controversy about the past event. What was it? Oh, we'll get to that. Oh, we'll we'll okay, get to that. Okay. Yeah, we've not yeah, even got not to the current. He just event. doesn't have it listed currently. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. So. Uh, the new league event started, uh, was it yesterday? Yesterday. Yesterday, the new League of Legends event started yesterday. The Steel Valkyries 2022. Uh, I, this... I only know that, by the way, Chris, because I logged in on, like, Thursday to just play my 1A RAM game, and it's just like, oh, hey, you have a mission here from that expires in, like, 17 hours. And I'm like, okay, I'll just knock that out real quick <laughs> from Star Guardians. And it's like, finish that. You have another mission. I played for, like, three and a half hours. That's all the compensatory missions. That's all the compensatory yeah. missions you had. Yeah, which was all all just like play one game. It was all play one game, and it was all for emotes. Yeah, 
Um, this event will go from uh, so from yes yesterday, which was the twenty sixth, all the way through to September twenty sixth. Uh, this brings multiple new skins. Uh, we will have a full list of all the skins and emotes and all the things that's coming with it, because there is a quite a quite a good chunk. We're getting uh, Camille skins, Lucian skin, Anasa skin, Ajana skin, multiple chromas, um, ward skins, emotes. Um, prestige for her skin. I was gonna say Jana is getting the prestige for the skin this this event. Um, we you will also have the standard. These are the this is the battle pass. These are the free stuff you get. These are the paid stuff you get. It's very standard, you know, League of Legends event. Um, hopefully there's not any any problems. Like there was last event, you know, yeah. Star Guardians. Yeah, so the Star Guardians event, that is now finished, obviously. But the Star Guardians event had major issues with its rewards being actually given to people. Mm-hmm. So uh, people... There was, that, there, was a lot of, there was a lot of play issues, too. There was a lot of server issues during that time. Yes, frame as there well, was. I believe. So not only do we have the server issues, we had the rewards being given to you incorrectly. Um, people were also very upset with the fact that it was just another storyboard event for star guardians uh, yeah, another uh, it was just another um visual novel mm-hmm. so yeah. they did they did some compensatory event uh, uh quests to make sure that people were able to get all of their mo- their emotes all of the free stuff for the actual uh visual novel was eventually just made available even if you hadn't played through it um so they tried to make it better but as it was a bit of a clusterfuck of it <laughs> I did get my Quinn skin though, and I'm happy because my star. I love I love Quinn, and I love the Star Guardian Quinn skin. It's very pretty. Um, it was just more samey shit. Um, they are not an adventurous company when it comes to game modes anymore. No, which is really sad because the game mode we're getting the game mode that's active now is the one that's going to be active through the this event the this this event ultimate again the ultimate spellbook one. Yeah. So we had that for the last one, and it's continuing and now uh that's going to continue all the way through the valkyrie event which is again september 26th back in my day we had the original twisted tree line and by god we liked it i like twisted tree line okay i never played the read the the remake of twisted tree line i just liked the original twisted tree line because it was really busted (laughs) it was really busted for um champs to just scaled over a slow period of time it's just like, oh, hey, I'm, I'm just gonna play singed with Rod of Ages. I liked Dominion. I'm one of the few people that liked Dominion. I, I didn't mind Dominion. It was a weird game mode. the The circular map threw a lot of people off with the mm-hmm. with the center jungle, but mm-hmm. I actually didn't mind it. I enjoyed it. I miss it. We'll never see Dominion uh, again. But yeah, so you've got a lot of complaints about game modes and PVE that have been cro- that have cropped up because of this. Because Star Guardians was one of those was I believe the original Star Guardian event was the one that kicked off the big PVE stuff for League. Yeah, uh, or was that Odyssey that did that? I don't remember. I wasn't playing at the time, so let's talk about your one. Oh, sure. Um. Actually, we can give Neth a chance to talk about hers real quick, because I know mine is probably going to generate a little bit of discussion here. I forgot to add mine. <laughs> uh-huh. So, Neth, why don't you go ahead and talk about what you're going to talk about? Uh, okay. That actually dovetails in with some of the conversation that people were having uh, in the Discord a couple of days ago. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, Warzone Season 5 just started. Um, 
it is being called the epic final season because after this season it's going to be Warzone 2 when the new modern when the new Modern Warfare comes out. So Warzone everything will be shifting over to Warzone. Will 2. it be purchased? Will we have to purchase Warzone 2? Uh Warzone 2 will be free. Warzone 2 is going to be free. Mhm. Um but... your cosmetics and stuff will not transfer over. Mm -hmm. Um so <laughs> you'll be starting new with new cosmetics. So all the money was really good. <laughs> it's a as a sneak. It's peach iced tea flavored. Oh, sounds really good. Sorry, squirrel. <laughs> um, so that started on twenty fourth, I think. Um, so there's a few new changes on the big the big map. The big one being that there's now a volcano at the peak. Um, there's a battle going on right now um called operation last call where you choose the side of either you, you're either the heroes or the villains Ooh. and depending on which side you choose and how many wins that team gets you it's progressing through and there's like um different things that you're gonna get based on which team contributed more points to that yes um are your yes, blueprints Gabriel. are your blueprints carrying over I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think so. Th I think they're going to keep you on the treadmill. Now, the thing is, Warzone's still going to be playable for people who don't want to go to Warzone 2. But, yeah. Anyways, it's fine. That's, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That's really bad. And All the money people have spent on that game to get cosmetics and shit, and it's just going? And, it, and in all honesty, there was actually a cosmetic set that came out a little while ago that I was like, oh shit, that's really cool, I, I want to get that. But it came out right after the news that the cosmetics were not carrying over, so I was like, okay, well you're not going to get that money from me because I don't care how much I like it, I'm not going to be able to use it in like two, three months, so fuck that shit. Everybody wants to get on the treadmill! Um, so yeah, so there's, uh, there's this heroes versus villains thing going on right now, which is really quite fun. You earn points for your faction, um, by, you, you have to pick which side you're playing for, and then as you're going through the game, you collect tokens of the people that you're killing and stuff, and it contributes points. Um, and then whatever team wins, you get the weapon blueprint for that team at the end. Um, it's been it fun won't so carry far. over. <laughs> <laughs> there's a new gulag which some people are bitching about that um i haven't been in it yet so because the game mode that i've been playing has been rebirth so i haven't actually been in the gulag but a lot of people have been complaining about um there's some kind of sound issue going on in the gulag so they're like basically like saying to the devs like you have to fix this it's it's not good um but yeah, it's it's been fun. You guys got me started on this what two years ago, and I'm yep. the only one that's still fucking playing it out of the group of us. <laughs> like, yep. thank God we have other people on the Discord that will still play. Um, I, I get I get very salty in competitive games, and I don't like playing them for that reason. That's fair. That's why I don't. That's why I play Aram. That's why I play Aram in League. It's like the only time I, you play Summoner's Rift was when you played it with me. Is, is yeah if i'm playing with chris then i will play summoner's rift but it's like i get super competitive and i don't like super competitive gav so i don't like to encourage super competitive gav to be 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 there you never got super competitive when you're playing summoner's rift to me 
generally because I was always trying to be very calm and very a very calming influence because you got mad enough for both of us. I did get mad enough. For, I've actually got really good at that. Like I've not I've not been really mad when playing League lately. I've been, I've been really hyped when good things happen, but I, I've been not getting mad. I think it's because I'm slash muting everyone usually. That helps. I will say, like, playing words, and it's late, lately, it's usually been me, them, and Siggy. And we're usually too busy laughing at shit to, like, get super competitive, and yet we're still winning games. Like, like we usually win, I, like, three or three or four. I just, I get so fucking competitive and so. I know who I am. I know who I am in those games, which is why oh, I don't fair. like engage with it. It's just like I get so competitive and I get so pissed off. And it's like, and I've blown up at Kevin before when we were playing Warzone. Oh my god, I was blowing up at Kevin. Like Kevin, I, yeah, but I've blown up at everyone's Kevin. blew up at Kevin because Kevin kind of went off every time and did his own thing yeah. rather than sticking with the group. Yeah. And that's the thing is, at the same time, it's like he's playing to have fun, and it's like I can't judge him for playing to have fun, man. It's like. My it was never the plane to have fun that I had an issue with. It was the, he wouldn't communicate, I'm going off to do this thing. If you're going to go off and not do something cool, but then don't expect us to be immediately there to come to your rescue when you're getting gangbanged by another fucking team. Because we're nowhere near you because we don't know that you fucked off on your own. That was always my issue. <laughs> Evan, we love you. We, we do, do, we do, we love you dearly. We love you dearly. We're not but, on you, Kevin. But you have a tendency of going off on your own and doing whatever you want and not telling us. <laughs> and I respect it. Doesn't make me happy, but I respect it. Neth has spilled. Neth has on lost something, or spilt something, or has lost her contact. She is, no, she has a hundred percent spilled something on it. She has a hundred percent spilled something on herself. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and. Uh, we're gonna to stop people. shitting on Kevin because we do love Kevin. He is our we one do. of our favorite people. No, one hundred percent. Kevin is an absolute sweetheart who cares very. Much I shit on the people I love. And we also all do that. I didn't know you were German, Chris. Yavol. <laughs> um, I opened my water, but because I had partially frozen it, it kind of went. <laughs> good job. Good, good job. The water um, splooshed so on her. The last story that I had put in, I figured, um, was either going to generate a shitload of conversation, or it was going to be something that Chris would be like, good, fucking assholes. I have already seen this, so I know about this. So, um, Nexus Mods is a very popular website that is a repository for mods for many, 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 many games. Yep. Um, if it it's is a, sort on of, PC, there's mods for it on Nexus mods. Yeah. It is it is widely considered to be one of the better mod uh, repositories on the internet, and as such, it is well supported. Um, you can find just about anything there. You want to find titty mods, you can find titty mods. You want to find gameplay mods, you can find gameplay mods. You want to find entirely new expansions that are fan created, you can find entirely new expansions that are fan created doesn't matter what you're looking for there's probably a mod for it and you can very likely find it on nexus mods if you if you can think of it nexus mods will have it it's it's possibly the, it's the rule possibly. 34 for net for mods so nexus mods uh 
with the relatively recent release of the Spider-Man, the PlayStation Spider-Man game, PlayStation 4 Spider-Man game onto PC, we have seen an upsurge in mods for that game. Yep. Some of them really fucking fun. Some of them are very good. Uh, Like the Stan Lee is Spider-Man. Yeah. Mod. I've seen seen videos of that one. Replacing Spider-Man in the game with Stan Lee. And it's delightful. Because it is Um, just so wholesome. Yes, it is delightful as hell. So one of the mods that was recently uh, noticed on the on Nexus mods was a mod that replaced a single flag texture with the I believe it's the American flag. Um, and the flag was the pride flag, the rainbow with Chevron pride flag. Um, the Kidding mod re- re- the mod replaced all instances of that texture with the American flag texture. This also includes the flag that was actually painted onto a building. It was changed to the American flag. Correct. Now, it is believed that this mod... Now, what some people believe is that what this mod did was that it... Some this is what they've said. I have not looked too deeply into it at this point. Is that this is the texture file that is used in other parts of the world where uh homosexuality and the LGBTQ community are not very welcome. Does not Slash matter. Illegal. Huh? Slash illegal. Because yes. there are still those places. There are still so there are still quite a few countries in the world where that is that is the case. Um, um Nexus mods um had a very very interesting response to this once they found out that this mod existed because of course much of their database is uh automated is 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 bot is bot driven it's it's driven by bots it is driven by automation the amount Um, of mods they have for the amount of games it's it's not surprising it has to be done that way it has to be automated but they do have a human review process they do have a human review process uh when a mod is flagged when the mod was flagged uh when it was reported they said nah fam I woke up and chose violence today <laughs> and they banned the mod and then they banned the modder who made the mod and the modder who made the mod was a sock puppet of another mod maker on the site. They then went and banned his primary as well as the sock puppet and uh, went on to say that you used a sock puppet to do this you knew this was not the right thing to do so you made an alternate account just to do this so we've gone ahead and banned both of your accounts you can kindly fuck right off um and they have recently come out with a statement that uh bans any mods that are against inclusivity or diversity and or diversity uh, and that the against inclusivity and or diversity is a direct quote from their statement can i read the um, statement Sure, go ahead. <clears throat> okay. So, uh, Nexus, uh, let me just get the. Ah, here it is. So, the fact that the user needed to make a sock puppet like a coward to upload the mod showed that their intent to troll and that they knew it would not be allowed. Had they had they not been a coward and had they used their main account instead, we would have simply removed the mod and told them that we did not want to host it only banning them from uh, if they re-uploaded it again after being fairly warned. The creator of the Sock Puppet account removed any doubt that and made it very easy decision for us. Both the Sock Puppet account and the user's main account have been banned. 
they go on to say, if we think someone uploaded a mod on our site with the intent of deliberately, uh, the intent to deliberately be against inclusivity and or diversity, then we will take action against it. The same goes for people attempting to troll other users with mods deliberately to cause a rise. Uh, for our part, we will endeavor to do a better job at moderating our website and this ethos ourselves. Shit, they straight up called him a coward. They straight up called this fucker out. They called him a coward. Fucking amazing. <laughs> they straight up told him, nah, fam. Okay. okay, so here, <laughs> has anybody ponied up to being on a coward? Uh, but very likely, I believe there's probably been a Twitter, there's probably multiple Twitter threads about it. But yes, it has caused a bit of a firestorm. Uh, when this happened, it did cause a bit of a firestorm. Um, uh, I believe fascist got thrown around a bit, and mm -hmm. woke leftist got thrown around a bit. Uh, you know, the normal, the normal dog whistle talking points. Um, but yeah, um, good on them. As, it is a private website. They can do whatever the fuck they want. As a note at the end of their statement, it says, if this uh, policy upsets you, if we've broken some moral code of part. conduct as a business that you can't accept, then please delete your account and move on. <laughs> no, Chris, you missed, the, you missed the very pivotal last oh, part of that. As we will. Please delete your account and move on. As we will. Mm -hmm. They are not so, taking any fucking prisoners. They don't yeah. give a fuck. Oh, okay, can I just say that A, I have never heard of Nexus mods before today, and B, I fucking love them! <laughs> yeah. um, I've used Nexus mods a lot in the past. I, they, I they also have recently started now. using Nexus mods they a lot. Were, they were integral to my uh, some of my um, Fallout New Vegas playthroughs because they do have a lot of mods there that are designed to fix the game, the buggy mess that the game is, yeah. and make it fully playable. Um, but yeah, um, um, this is the very strong words. Yes. from one of the big names in the modding community. But the thing um, is, the mod showed up again. The mod mm -hmm. showed up again. No. It showed up. On, it showed up on ModDB, which is another fairly large uh -huh. uh, mod, mod repository. Uh -huh. Um, the second the second ModDB found out found out about it, they got rid of it and tweeted, um. Uh, we've removed the we've removed the content and banned the users. ModDB is an inclusive environment for all, and we do not permit targeting uh, marginalized groups. Our content uh, moderation is largely automated, but when identified, we have a zero tolerance policy for this kind of content. So the ex pretty much the, the same statement. <laughs> Joy. <laughs> we can tell. But yeah, it's 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 nice to see the the major modding. Those those are like sixty to eighty percent of mods. Oh, that's that's where sixty eight percent of more people get their mods from. Hundred um, percent. It is a very they those two modding sites control a large proportion of the. Yeah, I've heard of, I've heard of ModDB because I know um, Spawn gets a lot of or got a lot of his Minecraft stuff there. Um, so it is nice to see them both taking a large stand on this. Um, as I've said, 
I, I as I firmly believe and I, I have said, I don't give a shit what you do in your personal life. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not my business to fucking care what you do with or without your genitals. I don't give a shit. It is not my place. Um, and it is nice to see a company basically saying the exact same thing. I don't give a shit what you do um, as long as it doesn't harm another person. And that's exactly what this is for. It is, and it, it, it's what I actually labeled the, uh, it's what I labeled the story as was Pride Erasure. But um, um, so it's 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 alphabet soup erasure essentially. But I'm know? looking at I'm looking at Nexus mods right now. They have mods for over one hundred one thousand eight hundred and thirty games. Mm -hmm. Going back decades. Wow. Uh, Skyrim, Monster Hunter Worlds, uh, Morrowind, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, Dragon Age two, Subnautica, Final Fantasy. They've got mods uh, for many everything. Many Final Fantasies actually. Yep, oh. multiple Final stuff. Fantasies. Uh, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, fourteen, mm -hmm. uh, thirteen, fifteen. Yeah, they 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 are a very very deep repository. This is where I got this is where I got some of my Mass Effect mods from. Mm -hmm. Yep, um, that's actually the place. I I believe I remember mentioning this at one point. This is this is where the mod. This is one of the two, in this and mod DB, I believe, is where the restoring Miranda's ass shots mod is from. Yes, I you linked me that I installed it and I played through with that with that re restore. So Neth, when they did Legendary Edition, um, in the original Mass Effect, Miranda had Mass every Effect time two. Miranda basically yeah in Mass Effect two when Miranda came on the screen, it for for some unfathomable reason panned across her ass. Some unfathomable reason. Yep. 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 Unfathomable. Reason no one could figure out why it did no that. <laughs> and there were several. There were several instances where it was like where she and Shepard would be talking in a uh, in an elevator, and it would be like a downward angle aiming up at Shepard past her ass, and it became a meme. It became a meme in the community at the time. And it's like Miranda's ass shot. And so when Legendary Edition came, they changed the camera angles on a lot of those. And somebody was like, you know what? We're fucking putting these mods, we're fucking putting this back in. And they <laughs> no, got a camera mod. And then they put the original ones back. Um, oh my god, that's amazing. And that kind of, that kind of like, and the, and some of the, some of the justification that people used for that mod, why it wasn't like, it wasn't a misogynistic mod or anything like that, was that those things, those, camera choices with Miranda specifically and some of the other characters were made specifically to explore the character because Miranda is a as much as people hate Miranda she's a very complex complicated character when you understand her storyline oh 100% my opinion and, for, of Miranda changed going between Mass Effect 2 and Mass Effect 3 uh -huh. didn't change her actually though nope still hasn't it's never will um, but Miranda is a complicated character that uses the fact that she is plastic in the, in a lot of senses. She is a plastic person, but she is also incredibly fragile, but she uses that plasticity and that, that, uh, that plastic aspect of her as a weapon. The and she is comfortable ass. using that weapon. <laughs> hmm? That plastic ass. <laughs> She uses that as a weapon against people to her own advantage. So it was, it was and that was a lot of the justification people used because, yeah, it does work into the character that is presented to you. Um, 
So a lot of people did not find that as problematic as some people would think it might be. Uh, you know, it's just like <laughs> what? <You> know, <laughs> that, that's a jerk off. Ah, uh, okay, I couldn't see. Very hard to holy shit. Multi multiverse is only just out, and there's already Nexus mods for it. Cool. Yep. <clears throat> so, but uh, bravo to Nexus mods and bravo to yeah. ModDB, um, making a stand and saying that just because we allow a lot of content doesn't mean we allow all the content. Skyrim on yeah, Nexus mods. Oh, so many fucking mods. Like Skyrim so on Nexus mods has 1.9 billion downloads. Yep. Just for Skyrim downloads. Wow. Jesus Christ. Now, mind you, Christopher, you also have to break down that they have a special mod section for Skyrim Special yeah, Edition. Which has 1.6 billion downloads. So Skyrim in and of itself wow. has almost 4 billion downloads. That's insane! Oh my god. Um, <laughs> yep, yep, Skyrim and Anniversary Edition are different listings, yeah. Yep. So yes, it's, um... Excuse yeah, me, there are just so many... It's... I, I think it's a wonderful website. Um, I've used it in the past extensively. Um, I've used it for all it. sorts of things. Um, I mean, if if you're if you're... If you're looking for something to change models, if you're looking for something to add to the game, yes, I do strongly support mod uh, Nexus D Nexus mods and mod DB. If you're looking to freshen up your gameplay, hundred um, percent agree. Even before this, hundred percent agree. I've... They're great sites. <laughs> Crash Crash is bringing up a very good point. Um, Sky UI does make the inventory usable in Skyrim. Skyrim's inventory is notoriously bad, but Sky UI does actually improve that very significantly. I have played Skyrim once. Not I even played complete to completion. I played <laughs> I played fifteen minutes of Skyrim and then I stopped playing it. Yep, I couldn't get into it. My wife, she fucking plays shit out of that game. She plays that shit like once a year. I own it for the Xbox. Aaron um, Crash also plays that game a lot. <laughs> I I have I believe it's the special edition or the 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 anniversary edition. I don't I know what the fuck it is. Steam. I got it for free on. I got it for free at some point out of a yeah, bundle somewhere. Same. I think I got it on a humble bundle somewhere. Something and it's like it's been in my it's been in my uh my library on Steam and I just like it's like whatever. It's just it's not setting. That, there. If I want to go, if I want to go play. An Elder Scrolls game. I'm gonna go play the only good Elder Scrolls game. There's a good Elder Scrolls game. Morrowind. Fight me IRL. I don't like Elder Scrolls <laughs> games. I don't like the gameplay I of Elder you Scrolls. And I said that at the exact same time. Morrowind. <laughs> I can't. I can't deal with the combat of Elder Scrolls games. No, and that's fair. I I'm not a huge fan of it myself. But I mean, it's like I played Daggerfall way back in the day. So it's like, I remember, I've played Elder Scrolls games in the past. I played Daggerfall way back in the day. Um, I played the shit out of Morrowind. I played the fuck out of Morrowind. Um, I could not get into Oblivion, and I could not get into Skyrim. Which is funny, because my wife has never played Morrowind or Daggerfall. But she has played, she played the shit out of Oblivion and Skyrim. Speaking of Morrowind, did we ever actually talk about uh, Baldur's Gate? The new patch? Uh, no, I don't believe we have. <clears throat> Do you want to quickly talk about that? Sure. You got the uh, story you can link in real quick? 
I will find uh, it's major update eight, isn't it? I believe so. Yes, I think we mentioned it at some point. I think we mentioned it briefly, but I don't think we actually had the information about it. But then copy page URL. It's just straight from the stream, the Steam store. <clears throat> so, uh. Patch up patch eight for Baldur's Gate three uh, will introduce the Bard class with the College of Lore and College of Valor subclasses. Uh, musical instruments which will be usable by any class with the Performer feat uh, at level four. Uh, playable gnomes with three sub races: the Rock gnomes, the Forest gnomes, and yeah, the we, Deep gnomes. I, I think we forgot to mention gnomes when we were mentioning things that were still missing from the base game. Yeah, we always forget about gnomes. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're still missing halflings too, so. Yep, they are. Um, let's see, we've got some new spells, uh, we've got common motions, heroism, vicious mockery. Uh, what else we got? UI tweaks, which is always, always helpful. Uh, rogues now get access to expertise at level one. Uh, do, 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 do. Yeah, just a lot of quality of life changes. No new story. We're not going to be getting anything story related until the game goes live, yeah. to be honest. But probably because uh, I think there's a live date. Yes. Uh, no. 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 Because um, I want to play that with you guys, but like the fact that we're stuck playing the same oh, thing over and over and over again, like Gav and I have already like, said, when it goes live, uh, I am going to make my make make sure I get time to fucking do a game a campaign with mm -hmm. you guys. Yep, and yep, we will be moving, playing ourselves a game Holding of uh, bold, It'll of, of probably be game. Saturdays and only Saturdays where I get a chance yeah, to do it. But it will be, and even then, it'll, it'll be. Yeah. It'll be 2023, guys. Yeah. It's going to be 2023. It's going to be 2023 at the earliest. Probably I think 2024. Q2, uh, no, I'm thinking Q2, Q3, I think 2024 because they've still got two more classes to add. They've still got more races to add. There's still a lot of clunkiness. It's not even in all the languages that they want it yet. Because this patch only just made it available in, I think, Brazil. Uh... Let's have a look, because it was at the top. Uh... No idea. Baldur's Gate is now playable in Brazilian Portuguese. Uh, Portuguese. Which so means that they've updated the they've localized, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. They wanted it as localized as localized as much as possible, so that I don't. I've still mm -hmm. got more, a lot more to do on that. So that's oh, yeah. things like that. I'm leaning more 2024, but like I'm thinking early 2024. I'm 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 still thinking mid mid uh 2023. I'm thinking next year summertime release sometime. So we're early about, summer, late summer. So we've got like a six months in between what we both think. Yeah. We've got a six month gap. We've got not quite a year. I'm thinking it's gonna be not quite a year. I'm thinking eight to nine months. We'll probably see either a release date or a release, because they are still making very very rapid clip. And I know that Larian is running multiple teams on this. So you've got a team that's working on the story, and you've also got a team that's working on characters and porting stuff in from the core books. Because we also need to remember that the actual characters, the actual characters that are part of the story aren't actually we'll be playable. playable yet. They're not even playable yeah. yet. They, they they will be playable as, and you will be getting their side of the story. Yes, but that's what I'm saying. They're not even playable yet. I think that might be something they're going to hold, like, in the bag until until launch. I think that will be a launch feature. Okay. I want to play as Gale. 
I love the wizards. They're fun. I, I don't give a fuck about Gale. That's fine. I don't give a shit about Gale. That's so fine. Larian apparently has made a press release saying 2023. Just not yeah. when in 2023. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm still pretty confident it's going to be mid-2023. You but know I would what I'm not like, be surprised though, I always... if they delay. That that's would, yeah, that's what I'm worried about. Like I'm always worried about delays. And because to be honest, I'd rather they delay and get it right. We don't want yes. another cyberpunker. And they've said very they've said very unequivocally several times that they are not like beholden to anybody. They will release the game when it is ready. It is not something that they have to rush out. They have said that multiple times very clearly. They will they will do this game as long as they have to. Remember, the original release date was early 2022, if I remember correctly. Yes. The original, the original intention date was like early 2022, and then they realized how big the player's handbook was. <laughs> then they, then they had to start pushing and it then back. They went, oh, oh, we we bit off a lot more than we thought. We no, no. Off. Here's the best part: they realized how big the player's handbook was, and then they're like, you know what? We should add this race as well. That's not in that. We should also add this subclass for cleric. That's not in that. We should also add, add this version of uh, elves who's not in the the player's handbook and nice. add them as well. So they've added. Oh. The, it's not just the player's handbook. We're getting the player's handbook as a def- as baseline, but there's a the lot bonus. of extra that's coming with it, nice. like trickery domain cleric. That's not in the player's handbook, but that is available. Uh, um, yeah. uh, um Yanke, yeah. they're not available. Yeah, Gith aren't available. Uh, I'm still curious to see if we'll end up seeing the Gazerai in here at some point. If we're um, seeing the Githyanki, we will. I think we will. Yeah, I, I would like to see the Gazerai, but I mean, I don't. I don't know how they're gonna. I don't know how they're going to fit the Gizerai into this as well. Um, so, well, um, my thought is we're also going to get ex- expansions of this as well. It's not just, they're putting so much fucking work into this, I don't imagine it's going to be, okay, here's the game, have fun, we're never going to look at work on this again. (laughs) I think we're going to be getting expansion stories, I think we're going to be getting, I think they might be building this a little bit to make maybe a couple of, at least a couple of stories through. the problem is, is that guess what's in playtest right now? The D&D 24. D&D Forever, or whatever it's called now. Yeah, mm. D&D, D&D Forever. Which they're looking at as the evergreen D&D core rule set. Which I'm happy with, because I'm very excited, and there's a lot of good stuff. Let's, let's talk about it, let's talk about it. <laughs> Crash has got, Crash has, well, no, hold on. Crash mentions real quick that it's one D&D, and B, Neth had something she wanted to talk about. Oh, did she? Sorry, sorry, Neth. That's fine. It's okay. We can segue into this and go back to my thing later. I don't know how long this will take is the problem. This is a big I don't want you to feel rushed at the end. Why we didn't why we didn't have this on our list? I'm actually kinda shocked. It is on the list. Is it? Chris, it is on the list. Go down to main topic. Oh you no, I think he's talking about the Baldur's Gate thing. No, even even on main topic, all I see is Neth's thing. That's what I was talking. No, no, no. I'm not saying that Neth had something specifically about Baldur's Gate. No, no. I'm like, that that's Neth what I'm saying. Has... The D&D thing, that's what I'm surprised we haven't put on. I'm disappointed yeah. at you well, and I. I I mentioned that, Christopher. I, I did. I asked if you wanted to add that in, and you never responded. So, yeah. I was probably in a league game at that point, buddy. You, you, you were probably not paying any fucking attention at all to the goddamn conversation, you piece of shit. Because I was in a league game, you twat bucket. Because I made the mistake of saying, yeah, Chris, go ahead and play a game of League before we begin recording. It'll be quick. Well, you know what? That's, that's a you problem. You should learn from your mistakes. I'm Ira Glass, and this is NPR Radio. We're just here bitching at each other. 
Yeah, this is this is how this day is going to go. This is going to be the rest of the day. Neth, um, did you want to cover your thing right now, or did you want to talk about Dungeons and Dragons a little bit? D and D. We'll talk about D and D for you tonight. That's not I a think, problem. I think, I, I think we'll go ahead and talk a little bit more about D and D. So, one D and D is the new playtest system that uh, has gone uh, has gone into the wild, and uh, they'll be talking about that uh, today here on the Coast to Coast Expanded Universe. I don't know how long we can keep this up with our Brent Nath breaks. <laughs> oh, I can 100% keep this up all day, sir. This no, is no. going to be a really big problem for me. What I'm saying is I don't know how long we, we need to go before she breaks. I mean, that she's... going to break me. This isn't going to break her. No, not at all. Uh, Depends what you say in that voice. Like I'm, I'm contemplating like sending you texts so I can like you can narrate me to sleep. Like it, de- it kind of depends what you say in this voice, Kev. Yes, uh, take me home tonight. That okay, you're gonna lay me butter. down. That you you're gonna lay me down. That red fire light. You gonna let it all hang out. That I know girls, she's singing and dancing. You make the rockin' world. Go round. Okay, one D and D. I like what Crash said. NPR's passive aggressive hour. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Wizards of the Coast released a trailer revealing the company's next D and D, as it were. Now, this is this is what it looks like from what we can see. A lot of it is going to be fifth edition simplified. Does that sound about right? Well, fifth edition compliant would be a better way of saying it. Okay. Because a lot, because the thing is, a lot of the complaints that people have had over the year, over the years of fifth edition, is that fifth edition dumbed things down too much. Wasn't that the complaint for fourth edition though? Yes, it was. People complained fourth edition dumbed the role playing down too much and made combat too heavy. And people have now complained that 5th edition makes role-playing too heavy and combat too easy, essentially. There's no fucking pleasing people. <laughs> well, it's like you come, from, you come from 3.5, you come from Pathfinder, where it's like you have a page of skills and a page of abilities. And it's like, yeah, there's a lot more crunch related to it. So it, it's the crunch versus fluff uh, argument. 5th edition is very fluffy and... 4th edition was very crunchy. And people still considered 4th edition too not crunchy enough. I like 5th edition. Know what, <laughs> and you know what, Crash? 4th edition was not a bad edition. Regardless of what people say, it was actually enjoyable. It was just not what people expected coming out of 3.5. And Pathfinder. Um, I like 5th edition. I... <laughs> Part of me does still miss having a page of skills and abilities and having those actually be important to my character rather than, oh, hey, here is your skill monkey. Have fun. Um, because that's kind of that's kind of the route that fifth edition sort of encourages a DM to take, it seems. Um, uh, no, I, I will agree 100 percent. I prefer fifth edition as a DM. Fifth edition is slightly is a is a better system, especially for the way that I like to DM, which is I like a very story heavy, story driven sort of uh, um, story driven kind of uh, 
play style rather than a very heavy combat related style. I am not a dungeon delver. I don't I like am, dungeon I'm, delving. Yeah. I'm not a dungeon crawler. Um and everybody hates Thacko, but Thacko Thacko really makes a lot of sense when you sit down and you drill into the calculus of it. And yes, you will need calculus. Have fun. What what's 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 Thacko? To hit armor class zero, it is how hitting things worked back in the days. Don't I'm not even gonna bother explaining it because I don't even remember how all the rules work. Okay. Okay. Um, it was a product of its time. And it is a product of how D&D started as a war game, as a miniatures-based war game, before it became a uh, party-based, party-scale role-playing game. <clears throat> so let's talk about the new D&D that's coming. <laughs> sure. <clears throat> so, a lot of the stuff in the, uh, in the trailer talked about the new Player's Handbook, the new Monster Manual, and the Dungeon Master's Guide coming in 2024. Um, mm -hmm. the second thing they mentioned was an overhaul of the D and D Beyond website. Mm -hmm. uh, Since, remember, they bought. Uh, yeah. they bought that. They Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast now owns D and D Beyond, which thank the Lord, we're all happy about. It's a great thing. <clears throat> uh, this will give players new tools and for uh, features to support their D and D experience. The final aspect that was discussed is D and D digital play experience the official virtual virtual mm -hmm. tabletop that will allow players to play online with 3d maps and characters powered by unreal engine 5 and completely connected to D, &D beyond i i still wish that they had just bought the tailspire guys <clears throat> i, I kind of still just wish they had bought the tailspire guys for that yeah, but... same right yeah. But Tailspire in fairness, tailspire is still going to be really handy for other things because tailspire isn't just D, &D. Uh, well, Tailspire is useful for everything. Exactly. Uh, because it, it's system agnostic. So it's like, yeah, if you're running like a heavily modded campaign or you're running something that's unusual, yes, Tailspire is fantastic for that. You could you could run a Star Trek Adventures game in Tailspire mm -hmm. without a problem. Um, without any issue at all. Um, I. It's still weird to me because I am always I've always been a theater of the mind kind of DM. I hate doing back work. I hate doing prep work. I absolutely hate doing prep work. Mm -hmm. That is why almost every story I will ever tell is going to be made up on the fly, generally. But you do so well at it. Yep. It's like, I just do it. It just does. Um, so, um, the interesting part about it is that the uh, players don't have to wait because... Started starting in August, Wizards of the Coast will be releasing monthly or bi-monthly playtest materials, some of which is already available on D&D Beyond and on their and the Wizards of the Coast official websites. Um, these will give players a chance to have a look and shape and and provide feedback and criticism to the D the one D&D that is coming, and that is very important. It is it is essential that players try this stuff and provide feedback because if things ain't working right we need to let them know and that's why playtesting is important um so so the playtest content is available there the changes coming to D&D Beyond uh are not available yet but they will be coming they're in the pipeline uh 
The main attraction highlighted for the reveal is the addition of the digital and physical product bundles. So these specific price bundles will allow players who buy a physical copy of the source book or an adventure book to get access to the digital version of that book on D&D Beyond. The question is how much more? <clears throat> yes, that is what we, we haven't received pricing for these yet. Um, the first bundle, which can... Oh, actually, it's actually already available in the D&D store. Hold on. Let me have a look. $29.99 for the adventure. $29.99 for the spider adventure? Uh, that's the digital pre-order. Let's see. Dragonlance, uh, yeah? Yes, that's for the, the Shadow of the Dragon Queen uh, bundle. Um, I believe that's going to be the deluxe edition. If I had to guess, probably. Let's see. Uh, nope. Uh, the bundle will come. So it's it's double price. The regular it's edition is double price. Double the, the price. Fifty nine ninety four for the digital plus um, physical. Uh, the digital only is twenty nine ninety nine, so it's thirty. So it's you're paying an extra twenty, paying a twenty four dollar premium, uh, twenty twenty dollar premium on that, basically. Hold on, let me let me swap to the UK store. See what it says on here. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's gonna be a little on the price side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, yeah, it's sixty pounds for the physical and digital editions, and then for the deluxe, which is the physical, the digital, as well as other bits and bobs that come with the deluxe edition, it's a hundred and sixty pounds. Yep. No, that's just the that's the deluxe edition. Uh, that's what's the deluxe. The regular edition? <clears throat> the, the, the regular is sixty. Yeah. Uh, deluxe in the U.S. is one hundred and fifty four ninety eight. Oof. How much is it just for the book or the deluxe? Let's go, let's go to D&D Beyond. Let's have a look at so, what just the digital book is. Just the digital is $29.99 US. On oh, D&D Beyond? Yes. Digital, just the book, is $29.99. I get, I get the discount because of... Uh, you have your... I got the legendary yeah. thing when it came ages. When D&D when Beyond first started, I got the legendary bundle. So it's $25, $25 for me. But long story short, I they're trying to milk every every pound of it that they can. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of interesting stuff that's coming in one D and D. Um, like they're essentially. So, did you see how they're, what they're doing with um half races, like half elves and half orcs? No, I have not. So what they're doing is they're essentially getting rid of them. But you can essentially make one with any race combination. They're giving variant rules, okay. Yes, so you take... That's, that's, that's how a lot of people handled particular breeds of half thing is, and things like that. It was like variant human. The thing is, a lot of things, a lot of things are essentially homebrew stuff that's been put into D&D now. 
a lot of the rule changes are a lot of homebrew stuff that's been put into it. Like, in 5e, it's not a rule that Nat 1 is a crit fail and Nat 2 is, and and Nat 20 is a crit success. Mm -hmm. That's not a rule. It is now. That is a rule. If it's a 1, you always fail regardless of what your modifier is. If it's a 2, if it's a 20, you will always succeed regardless of what the modifier is. That is a rule now. Uh-huh. Um so uh, they're doing the they're, so with the with the half races you like if I wanted to make a half elf I would uh decide which one I wanted to have the stats from and make that the primary race and then take the aesthetics for the other race. So I would be a high a high elf that has aesthetics of a human. Uh-huh. That's essentially what it is. It's 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 that variant rule that's kind of simplifying a little bit. Uh, what else are we getting? Uh, actually, I'm just going to link to the D and D Beyond one D and D thing. I'll just put that in the chat yeah. for people to have a gander. I'm I'm really quickly just sort of breezing over the uh, breezing over the character creation stuff at the moment, and yeah not that different it's very similar in regards to the actual character creation there a lot of the stuff that's been added in the later books is essentially being added mm-hmm. yeah I, I don't know i just uh, i i'm gonna have to sit down and dig through this at some point and see I mean, how this goes I have access to the playtest stuff so I, like, I i've I've, I've just turned it on so uh Everyone has access to the playtest. No, I know, I know. No, but I've just yeah. turned it on. So if you haven't turned it on, you can look at it and because because I'm I think I'm still sharing into one of your, one to a campaign you had set up. Probably, yeah, very likely. So you can have um, a look at that if you want. Huh. What? Gav, I'm just digging through some of this uh, character creation stuff real quick. Okay. Um. So your background now determines your stat bonuses. Mm-hmm. Your ability score bonus. Huh. Is so yeah. They're they're untying it from race. Yes. Background is going to be more important. Yeah. Okay. That, that, we, this, yeah. You're spiraling. The whole, the whole not talking thing. Yeah, I'm. 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 I'm doing that thing where I just dig down into a topic and I, I don't come up for air and I need to not. Yes. You're spiraling. Yeah. Um. So we're going to go ahead and close that out and go back to this. Um. Yeah. I just. I don't know. I'm going to have to, like I said, I'm definitely going to have to give it a shot. I'm going to have to, what I may do is take one of my newer people that I know, like Neth, and run her through the UA character creation and see what gets spit out. Um, yeah. See, see, see what comes out, see what comes of it and see what happens. Um, because I will sit there and min max because I'm 
I'm a degenerate. So will I. Uh, That's the thing. Yeah. People who know what they're uh, doing can min-max. Newer players will just, like, what's even, this, what's this? They'll min-max without even thinking about it. Yes, and, without yeah. even trying. Uh, but I definitely would like to see where Neth would go with that. So that's probably something I will do is probably sit her down and run her through the character creation process <laughs> and see what happens on that. Gav's, for science. Gav's yep. gonna run you through. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm interested to see how this goes. Um, they have never stated that they wanted a universal system. Um, and you know, you also all of this shit is Hasbro related. At the end of the day, let's be frank and honest. Yes, all of this is Hasbro related. That's why the bundle is twice as much when you only get a physical it's a nine dollar savings you save ten dollars when you buy the bundle i just don't buy physical books anymore i just use dnd beyond part of me is part of my promise that i like owning physical books it's the same reason seth likes buying physical games is because nobody can take that book on that shelf away from me if D&D Beyond goes belly up and they decide they want a new platform, they want to release yearly and all of your all of your materials don't follow don't follow you to the new version. I I can always go, oh well I have the original book right here. I I, I have it just sitting there. Spawn has four of the books now? Um Yep. Um including <clears throat> including my wonderful wonderful misprint monster manual you have a misprint monster manual i do so there's my monster manual let me grab my monster manual so we can compare oh no no chris chris no no, no. It, you won't have to compare you won't have to compare it's very obvious what the misprint is okay <clears throat> there's my monster manual <laughs> Oh. Yeah, the maze is the right way up. <laughs> it's it's the whole book. It's it's the whole fucking book. So everything on the left is upside down? No, everything period is upside down. That's his book in oh. it, essentially. They misbound it. And so it was oh bound God, upside down. So yes. Like I have physical books. Like I have My the base monster stuff. manual. I have the base stuff physical. Yes. Um, I have, yeah, DM, uh, Player's Handbook, DM's Guide, and Monster Manual I have are all physical editions. And if I wanted it's, more, I would I go buy two. the rest of the books. But, I have yeah. the DM, DM's Monster Manual and Player's Handbook, as well as the Taldori, the original Taldori one, not the new one. Yeah. Um, and Crash brings up a very good point. I like the variant covers that they've done. I really love the variant cover work they've done. Um, I just don't want to spend the money to buy the variant cover stuff because it's more expensive every time yeah so um, my sunday campaign is starting up again let me double check when that is because i really forgot about chris that. you're spiraling um shit sorry i think that this is going to be a very interesting i think this is going to be a very interesting year or so uh next couple of years to see where D ends up going um if 
their tabletop isn't jack shit fucked crap, um, I might start doing stuff online again, but yeah. We'll see. Well, the good thing is, at least from what the from what it sounds like, it's the actual online thing is going to be like it's, I don't think there's a purchase to it, but that could change. Yeah, we'll we'll fucking the actual, see. The actual digital tabletop, I don't think the it doesn't sound like there's a purchase to it, but that could change. Who fucking knows? But it's probably going to be subscription. It's probably going to be tied to your subscription. If you have a certain tier of subscription, you have access to the table and can run it for people that don't have a subscription. Which is like fine, because that's what I have. Like, So yeah. that's never going to change. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, which, by the way, I, I bought the Ravenloft book, by the way, if you want to have a look at it. Of course it. you did. Of course you did. If you want to uh, have a Net- look at it, it's there. <laughs> I, I will take a look and see what they changed between uh, between the originals. Um, Neth, you're very welcome. Uh, you're muted. You're also very um, muted. <laughs> yes, you are. I'm looking at my microphone. You're not now. You're not now. Now we can hear you. Now you can hear me? Okay. Yes. I didn't touch anything, so. Um, I don't believe her. When you were taking that drink, you're very lucky because I said I was going to tell you, damn bitch, why are you so thirsty this early in the morning? <laughs> well, A, it's not morning. It is morning, and, ma'am. No, it's quarter to one. So, not morning. <laughs> Also, because of that whole, you know, prone to dehydration thing and having a heat wave, so need to drink all of the water. Heat wave! Glug, 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 glug. Plus, one of the medications I'm on, side effect, makes you prone to dehydration, so that's, you know, like a double whammy. <laughs> so it makes her super thirsty. Yeah. Uh, gluck, ne- gluck, gluck. Neth's just looking at all the thirst traps. I mean, That's yeah. regardless, Chris. <laughs> Um, but yes, I, I'm, in an art gallery. <laughs> I'm curious to see where it ends up going over the next, uh, I'm curious to see where the playtest content goes over the next six to eight months. And then what we start seeing coming summer of next year, uh, since this is a 2024 release, we probably start seeing some more information coming out. Um, really Crap. curious to see where it goes. Um, <clears throat> I'm, I, it seems to have this big battle map focus lately the last couple last two editions have had this very large battle map focus crash says you've not to trust me with raven law i may have um, um, crash i may crash, have, i'm gonna tell you something i may have i may have lied to them and dragged them into barovia against their wills <laughs> crash i'm gonna tell you something sir one of my favorite enemies is hag covens Yeah, the last, camp- the, the last campaign I ran for them, it was a case of, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do a Taldori campaign, so you guys read this stuff, you guys have, have know what's going on. Session one, learn Barovia. <laughs> <laughs> Complete misdirect on it. And switch. <laughs> You're a bastard. I know, but it's funny. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me that's not funny. Child goes to the creepiest of ghosts. I I like hag covens and I like revenants. They did give I did give them child child ghosts. Uh, 
Hag covens are the best. Um, I'm actually going to be running Murder House for my FC at one point. <laughs> Most of them never done it, so it's going to be great. I I have been working on uh, roughly adapting Tucker's the the Tucker's Kobolds to fifth edition, and we'll see how that goes. Well, our, uh, Crash is going to be very excited because he's had to rework Space Jammer or Spell Jammer. For, uh, space Jam, come space on jam. And slam! <laughs> He's had to uh, rework Spell Jammer for Fifth Edition, but now the rules are there for him. Well, people are saying that uh, this is okay. It's okay, is what I'm hearing so far. It, uh, it kind of, it, it's just because of how Fifth Edition has watered down so many of the checks and abilities and skills. Um, that the the ship to ship combat, which was very much a whole big deal for Spelljammer, is 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 a little lackluster comparatively. So we'll see how that goes. I just uh, crystal spheres and flogston, man. Crystal spheres and flogston. Play with your flogston. You play with the ether between stars. <laughs> yes. I'll play with the ether between your stars. <laughs> or one particular star? <laughs> Look at me! <laughs> um, but yes, so I, I, like, I, as I have said six times at this point, I am curious to see where it's going to go. I am going to be cautiously optimistic. Um, Perkins and Crawford have done a fairly good job at... Uh, interpreting D&D for a new generation. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll see. We'll see. Um, Neth had a thing. <laughs> Your hair looks fantastic. Girl. It's driving me crazy because it's getting frizzy from the humidity. <laughs> Oh, maybe poor boo boo. Maybe tie it up. A little bit of humidity. Do Do you want to go? Do you want to tie it up? Because then uh, that might help a little. No, it's not long enough to tie back. Oh, poor boo boo. Okay, you had a thing with V rising. Okay, so playing V Rising, he was streaming it, I was watching it, I think Elvie was watching it, um, anyways, it looked interesting, it looks like it was going to be enough of a hybrid between, you know, like the Valheim type games that you guys like the to play together, the survival stuff, yes, that drive me crazy because I don't have a, give me a fucking purpose, right? Mm -hmm. It gives you a fucking purpose. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. I, it, it's this a hybrid. Might, the, yeah, this might be, you know, it, it, it's going to bridge the gap. It's like, okay. So I got it. And in maybe an hour and a half, request a refund. Um, so there is a ridiculous amount of keybinds for this game. Right ridiculous amount of keybinds. Okay? Right. Some of which can be rebound. 
some of which can't. And it's hard to tell which ones you should rebind because there's so many things going on with these keybinds. Uh -huh. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to use my controller because when it gets to be too many keybinds, it's hard for my hands because A, little hands, and B, you guys have heard me talk about it before, I'm starting to get arthritis in my hands. So putting my hands in weird positions trying to hit keybinds is painful, right? Uh -huh. They have no controller compatibility, nor any intention to provide it at any point in the future. So I went, okay, cool, refund, done. And so Spawn and I were talking about it last night about, you know, like, you know, okay, some games you're not going to be able to add accessibility, but that is an accessibility thing. That's an accessibility you're limiting, issue. It, it very much is. You're limiting people's ability to play your game because of the fact that you've got a shit ton of keybinds. You have no way for anybody to play. So I was using like WoW as an example, right? Because I play WoW. I have some things that are keybound, and then I click some things just because it's I can do both at the same time. It's just how I play, right? But if I can, or you know, like, or if I'm hands in one spot and I can't reach this button. Okay, well, I can click that, like, because I have it on the bars on my screen. Like, there's ways to make things accessible without having controller compatibility. But which WoW actually even has now. Well, yeah, I was going to say, which WoW finally actually has, too. But I just, I was so frustrated by the fact that I was like, because I was actually enjoying, I was like, okay, this is this is actually enough of a hybrid that this would be fun to play as the group of us like because it gives me okay we need this okay cool i'm gonna go do this because it gives me purpose which is what i'm missing when we're playing the survival games like if i don't have like i need someone to be like oh hey we need go do this thing because otherwise i'm like oh the things there's too much what do i do what like i'm not a fan of that shit but this, I was just so fucking frustrated by the fact that it's like, you're limiting your player base by removing something as simple as making your game more accessible to people who have issues with their limbs. You know, like... See, when you played 14, did you think of playing it with a controller? I didn't because I'm 14, I was able to... Because of the like in fourteen was more like wow for me. So like I, I hybrid play. Like I, I have a. I, I've had people watch me play wow and going, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> like because it's how I learned to play in the first place, and so I'm keyboard and mouse at the same time. So it it, it didn't really matter for fourteen because fourteen I just set it up how I'd set up wow right. Mm -hmm. So because I had that option. Actually, 14 was even better because you can move stuff around. You can have more bars, less bars, like all the plus, bars. Plus the, the, GCD, the GCD length helps for that as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's just, I was just so frustrated because it's like, you know, as the arthritis is going to, like, it's going to keep getting worse in my hands. Like, let's, that's a fact. Like, I'm not going to be able to play certain games. And that's so fucking frustrating. That's my rant. <laughs> no, I get you. Um, 
it's frustrating. And we've talked about accessibility options and things like that um, in games. We had a whole um, show about it at one point. We did, yeah. Um, it's uh, Life is Strange, though. Speaking of which, Life is Strange is adding even more accessibility to their already incredibly accessible game options. What mm-hmm, else mm-hmm, could mm-hmm. they add? But sec, I just saw I I saw it the other day. Um, let me see. If I can like, doesn't it. it already have like? All the accessibility options. We all got real quiet. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, I'm just trying to see if I can find the thing that I saw because I was like, holy crap, because I thought the same thing, like, holy crap, what else could you possibly add? Yep. Uh, yeah, I can't find it now, but like, because I like, I just I saw the headline. I didn't click on it because I literally was like, "What else could they be adding?" Like, you're already like crazy accessible, but of course, I've lost it now. So happens. Um, I think that we are seeing a lot more move towards accessibility, and hopefully, that continues. I understand smaller indie-style games maybe not quite having as impressive as an accessibility suite, but the funny thing is is that indies were the ones that sort of led that charge on accessibility in gaming, so uh, we'll see how that continues to go in the future. Yeah. Um, It seems like AAAs are really heavily pushing into the accessibility sphere at the moment, um, which is good, which is Mm -hmm. good. It's good. It's very good to see that. Um, I do understand smaller devs not focusing on the accessibility as a as an end goal, Um, just purely from a financial aspect, because so many indies, so many indies fail to launch in the end that maybe it might be more profitable for you not to go down that route and just focus on this route because I have X number of dollars and I don't have an extra dev to do accessibility and do controller ports or do uh, a specific style of color blindness kind of thing. I, I get it. It sucks for the people that do have those, uh, those differences, but like, eh. I don't know. It, it's it's a thorny kind of topic to wade into, personally. Triple A's, there's no excuse. They should always have a full suite of accessibility options. No questions asked. A triple A so, or even a double A should have full accessibility options. Where is it? So, um... They've actually had, a, apparently they've had a lot of players asking the developers to add some kind of support for a gamepad for V-Rising specifically, okay? And someone on the Twitter account finally responded, um, well, they respond. this was back in May, but they responded to someone saying, uh, we aren't currently working on controller support and don't have any plans to do so. It isn't impossible, but I just wouldn't expect it. So... You know, like, if you're acknowledging that it isn't impossible, 
and you've got that many people asking for it that you've got to put out a statement about it on Twitter, maybe fucking look at doing it. Again, I'm going to bring up the financial consideration and I don't like doing that because I, I, I'm, I'm like three steps shy of being a communist, essentially. Um, but it's like, I do understand if you do have a limited amount of resources to throw at a problem, not all problems are going to be created equally in your eyes. Not to say that that's, uh, you know, denigrating or saying that uh, people who have accessibility issues need don't need these things. But to them, they might just be thinking, well, I can either add this brand new character that I promised in X update, um, or I can do all these accessibility options. It's a one or done situation. It's one or the other. And it's like, I get it. If that's, if, if the choice that they make is the choice they make, I may not support it, but it is their development. It is their choice to make. I mean, it goes beyond controller support though. Like they are, they are, they don't have, there are no accessibility options, period. Like not even if you take out, like talking about controller support, there's no colorblind mode. There's no choosing subtitle size. There's no contrast options. There's nothing. There's like, you can't have a narrator mode where it reads the text. Like there's nothing, nothing. And in this day and age, that's problematic. Small developer, big developer, the fact that you have absolutely zero accessibility is problematic. Didn't we talk yeah. about it last time about there being like laws in the in the US and places like like where there's accessibility requirements for things like this? I know Gav was looking at something like that. There there are proposals and laws relating to that. Um Uh, so these guys are definitely like single A or double A, uh, and they are also a Swedish team. Yeah, that's definitely what it was. They did. For being quiet, for going off on tangents, I yeah. I just wanted to have my rant about like. No, 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 no. Uh, that's fine. Because I was thinking like, oh, this would actually be a good game for us to play. Because you, I know you guys all go off on play your survival games, and I kind of am like. I don't get to play with you because it's not my thing and I was like oh this would this bridges the gap enough that it would be fun for me too and then it was like yeah okay nope which sucked but then LB found played up so it made up for it <laughs> go LB we love LB we do no. love LB he is our special little frog Getting a little bit of dive. He's a special spe little frog. Or possibly our special big frog. We don't know because none of us have ever seen him. So I will also say that the game came out in May of this year. It is currently still under yeah, under EA. So or under early access. So I will give them benefit of the doubt at the moment. Um, and moment. say that maybe those accessibility options might be a future plan. What else do we have to talk about today? That was about all I had. That was about it, I think. Really? Yeah. 
I didn't no, have he's a yelling at you that you don't show it. <sighs> LB, it is not my fault that I work 40 hours a week and you live on the other side of the planet. And I have to sleep sometime. Sleep is for the week. <clears throat> we, we need to schedule, like, a family, a family game time for, like, the weekend. When it's not you, I am, I am still, I am, I, I am exhausted by like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. Every oh, I night get at that. this point. I get Even that. at the weekend. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, I'll, I'll, I, I'll make my judgment on that game once it gets closer to a release portion. But yeah, it is currently an early access game. So I, I can, I'm not going to fault them for focusing on strictly gameplay related things like the gameplay loop i'm not going to fault them for focusing on that at the moment but yes if it gets closer to a 1.0 release for them and they have no accessibility options period then yes 100 we're going to have a conversation about that we can talk about that at that point because that's bullshit on a 1.0 release not having any so for you quit dnd with crash <gasps> because i fell asleep twice medal of the I fell asleep twice <laughs> in the middle of it because I was so tired. In the middle of the night. You, you need to learn to, like, function on those hours sleep, my love. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I only sleep seven hours. Oh my God, you sleep seven hours? I sleep six. I about five. I mean, the last two nights has been like three, but that's because of insomnia. <laughs> and 14. No, literally insomnia. Like, if I, if I can't sleep, I'll get up and I'll do stuff, but I, I'm exhausted while I'm doing it. All right. We are just rambling at this point. Does anybody have any final thoughts? Insomnia is a dick. Neff? Oh. I'll 100% agree to insomnia, insomnia is a big-ass deck. I'm... I live most of my life as a zombie, so it's okay. <laughs> eh, eh, eh. What's in your head? <sighs> um, yeah. Mm, excuse uh, me. The show has <laughs> just gone off the rails completely. That is totally fine. Um, my final thought... started off the rails. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it did. Uh, my final thought is I would much prefer to see the accessibility options front-loaded rather than back-loaded, but I will give them <laughs> the benefit of the doubt that that might be something that they explore further down the line. I'll back-load you. <laughs> yeah, I'll load your back up real good. <laughs> load after load. Nice. Um, that's gonna be it. Um, anybody else? Anything final? Any last my, words? My final thoughts are: I want, I really want some of Chris's drink. It looks good. Not sponsored, but sneak is really good. <laughs> Never heard of it. 
That's going to be the show for this week, folks. To talk to us during the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at Coast to Coast EU. Kevin is at SwingCat with a K. Chris, of course, is at Akari underscore Lich. I am Am I Witty Yet. Neth is at Nethwinch. Send emails to feedback at tctceu.com. We'd love to hear from you. Join us live on Saturday as we record and stream the show here on twitch.tv slash ctceu. For links to today's show and links to our Discord, you can visit our website at tctceu.com. If you wish to be SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, however it is that you put words inside your head, Say chaos show, boys and girls, right this time. <laughs> chaos show. You're Fuck still so both of you. Fucking incredibly disappointed in the both of you.